welcome to Tears of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 176, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. You see that cord, dude? That cord is stretching. Is that for me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's because of Mimi. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. We just got the cord running. Um, oh, yeah, because we can... Uh, oh, my God. She's totally going to rock it. Dude, I know. Oh, my God. And it's going to be over. Good thing we just started, so we can just All right. restart. Sweet. There we go. She's moving away. Okay. Watch the video, and then you can watch Mimi roll around on the ground. All right, guys. Uh, what's up? It's a talks episode where, uh, talk episode where Sean and I just hang out. Love it. What are we talking about today? You said you had some shit. Tell me. Dude, I got some news. One, Mimi is very wild. Two, <clears throat> logged onto our YouTube today. Okay. Up to 12 subscribers. Fucking dude, moving. Yep. Moving. And then there was something else. What's that? Content violation. Swearing. No. Episode 172 is titled um like something about uh, you have the phone um how much information is a lie shut the fuck up hold on let me pull up and we um yeah i think that's what it's titled 172 how much information is a lie and believing in a higher power yeah um so they say we um are spreading medical misinformation and when you look at their policy it is all covid related all of it all of it dude actually this is funny because joe rogan was talking about this on his podcast about how like If you base your job or whatever off of like YouTube or social media, mm -hmm. you ha you have to follow their rules. Yeah. So if you don't follow their rules and you get demonetized, which we aren't monetized because we don't have any followers. Um, but once you do and they like demonetize you, you're fucked. You're done. Your business is over. Mm -hmm. Done. And so he said like at some point in time you have to have like other sources of income or other routes to get your information out to get like p paid. Um, and he was talking about like a kind of like a Patreon, like a YouTube Patreon sort of thing, yeah. right? To like subscribe to us for $10 a month and you get to listen to all of our information for 10, right? Yeah. And so I wonder, I know that would just kill so much stuff mm -hmm. to do that. Um, but, but it's true, right? Because if people have a business doing this shit and YouTube just pulls it. Mm -hmm. But I also know like Andy Frisella now posts on his Real AF show on YouTube and they have to bleep out every swear, swear word yeah. so that they can monetize it. Because if you swear on YouTube, they demonetize you. Yeah. And so like that alone, like for them to make money on it, they have to have somebody edit out every swear word and so it's just that's awesome we're already we're already getting fucking flagged yeah so with that because with content misinformation um we only get three strikes so this was a warning if we get another strike then 
we can't post for a week. If we get two strikes, can't post for two weeks. Uh, I don't remember what the third strike was. I don't know if you can't post anymore or what. Or maybe it's 90 days. Um, wow. Sorry, guys. We're just trying to uh, re... Falling apart here. Yeah, we are. I fucked up the chairs and now it's... We could out. Al- yeah, Sam decided to move the chairs around and it fucked everything up. Yeah. We could always um, post the videos on Spotify. Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, Bradley does it, and so does Joe Rogan, mm. so why couldn't we? Right. I am going to appeal it. I'll probably listen to the episode first, and then try appealing it. Because then if we appeal it, then we only, uh, then if somehow we spread medical misinformation, then um, we don't, we don't risk, like, not posting for a week. The fact also, that episode only has 18 views. That's, that's my point. That's my point. Like, what? The fact that, like, us, with 18 fucking views, get a strike. Mm-hmm. 18 views. Yeah. What a goddamn joke. And they haven't flaked any of our stuff for swearing. I have not bleeped out any of our swearing in any of our videos. For, like, 100 fucking videos. Well, we've okay. only... Maybe, no. like, 50 videos. I think we have 30 on there. Wow, slacker. I know. Um, but yeah, I was like, when I saw that, when I logged on just now, I was like, Sean's going to love this. That's so stupid, dude. That's so annoying. Mm. And- yeah, so, uh, which I can't, I can't tell you what I can't say because otherwise this video will also get flagged. I love that shit, dude. Mm. I think it's awesome. Um, I wonder how they do that. I wonder if like... They must have some sort of program that when you save the C word, it flags it. Yeah. It has to. It has to. Because fucking 18 views and you're flagging it. It has to be. Mm-hmm. There's no way someone watched that video. But also, like, we've talked about other shit in other episodes. Yeah, we have so many times. Oh, some of the things you can't say is, is like, talking about, um, which this one kind of surprised me because I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen videos of this. You can't uh, talk about, like, herbal or other ways of treatment um, instead of getting, like, a medical uh, sure. cure, drug, whatever. That makes sense. Um, and I was just like, so, like, the, what is it, a holistic approach? Is that what people yeah. call it? Mm-hmm. Which I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen people post about that on YouTube. They 100% have. Yeah. Um, so I thought that one was interesting, but then the rest of their policy, cause I, I just kind of glanced at their policy. All of it is about the C word. God, I love it, dude. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. It was very, very entertaining. And some of you can, you know, like it's, which I don't know how it hasn't changed yet, but I think they base all their stuff off of the world health organization, not like the CDC. Because the CDC has changed their, um, like, standing with, uh, I'm not going to say it out loud, but the drug that Joe Rogan used. Yes, and masks. Yes. And they, that is one thing you cannot talk about on YouTube. You cannot promote it. Isn't that fucking crazy, the, dude? That was specifically in their policy, and I was like, what? <laughs> Bought and paid for. It actually, the thing with YouTube, though is there is no better platform for education. 
And so how do you, how do you like, so do we only put our tutor episodes on there? Like keep that strictly education just so we don't risk like, mm. Oh, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, cause then, I mean, if we can post these one, like, well, technically that was a tutor episode. No, it was a talk. Oh, was it? Yeah. Cause it oh. wasn't even. Oh, but this is even also, and this is a talk talk. That makes a lot of sense. I'm yep. so stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, damn. If we can post the videos on Spotify, then we can just post the talk episodes on Spotify. That makes sense because the talk ones are usually the ones that we get political and talk about all the bullshit right. and shit like that. Hmm. So if you guys are listening to it, that may happen. You may not be able to listen to talk episodes on YouTube. I will just keep doing it. Yeah. After we get like th- two strikes, then we could stop. Yeah. yeah. I, how often do we talk about that now, though? Pretty often. Not really. We talk about hormones quite often. Yeah, I, I love it, dude. I love it. Dude, we talked about fucking testosterone and fuckboys and steroids. Yeah. That episode didn't get flagged. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so like with YouTube, they're just... They are such a good platform and such a beneficial platform mm-hmm. that like... For the amount that they do censor that they shouldn't because they are bought and paid for by these big organizations, they're still they still have such a net positive mm-hmm. for the amount of good it brings. Yeah. So that I mean there's that like aspect of it. Isn't there like some type of Republican YouTube? Bumble. Bumble? I believe it's Bumble. Isn't that like a dating app? Um, Rumble? Is that what it is? Maybe it's Rumble. That sounds a little more... Rumble. Yeah, because Bumble, I'm pretty sure, is a dating app. Rumble. Watch video without censorship. That is where... Um, um, Does Andy post on there? I don't know. I know that, um, give me one second, I can tell you who it is. So, yeah, Russell Brand. Russell Brand has a daily show on Rumble. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Have um, you listened to it? No, I haven't. I just listened to it on the Joe Rogan podcast. But what's funny about it is Russell Brand. I would have thought he would have been a huge liberal. No, he is a huge liberal. He is. He is a huge liberal. But guess what? He is now considered alt-right. He is now very Republican because he got so sick of all the like same old bullshit that everyone's sick of, right? That Mm -hmm. we've talked about a hundred times about the censorship, Mm -hmm. about like misinformation constantly. Mm -hmm. And he got so sick about it. So he started talking out about it. And lo and behold... Now he's alt right. Now he's alt right. Dang. And so he was on Joe's podcast, which is so funny because Joe is also very liberal. And you listen to both these guys who are very liberal talk about how they're actually like very Republican and conservative now, mm-hmm. which, you know, in quotations, they're not actually. That's just how everyone views them because they believe they shouldn't be censored, which not being censored is a liberal thing is a democracy thing but somehow in the last 
10 years, we've switched from like the things, maybe this last 20 years, but like the things that were very liberal back in the day are now like conservative things. And conservative things back in the day are now like very liberal, Mm -hmm. like as far as like censorship and stuff. So I do have more. No, go for it. Look up the definition of liberal. This is this one. You're going to laugh at this. Uh, And I remember like in history class, like do you remember in history class, like they say the parties switch at some point. Yes. And I feel like right now, right, we're being told like the liberals are the accepting ones and the ones that care for everyone and blah, 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 blah. Willing to respect or accept behavior or opinions different from one's own open to new ideas. Does that sound like any fucking liberal you know, Sean? Not a single one. 100%. You know who that does sound like more? Conservatives. Yes. So recently, our, like that specific definition, I think, has flipped a lot. It has. Um, conservatives are way more accepting of other people. Um, Conservative. Averse to change or innov- innovation and holding traditional values. Which I think that, right... Like, some of that, I think, the conservatives still hold, right? Like, yes. Um, they think, like, a woman should be at home with the kids, but it it's not as bad as, they, like, as liberals make it seem, right? Like, it makes it sound like women don't amount to everything or anything. Like, they just should be at home with kids, blah, 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 blah. Right. But in reality, like, they should be at home with the kids to raise the next generation, like, they're so pivotal in making sure the next generation is successful. Dude, did you see that thing I sent you this morning? I know. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. Tell me it's not juicy. It's good. We've heard it many times. We've heard it many times. Right now, they are trying to destroy us by convincing us that women should be out working. Instead and, of raising the next generation. Right. And, and having a strong family. And we've talked about that, about how... Women who stay at home with kids, like, that's their full-time job. Mm -hmm. That is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And it's not a bad thing. It may not be what everyone wants. I mean, no offense, Sean. I I think it's a good idea, but do I I want to do it myself? No. I love it. I don't remember who I was talking to, but they told me how they were a stay-at-home mom. And I was like, you have no idea how awesome that is. I was like, that. I think you're the coolest person ever. Well, that's like Kenner and Trixie. Trixie. Yeah, it's the coolest shit ever. They, well, they at first did it because they didn't like missing uh, milestones in their kids' lives. Right. Um, And then they saw like how uh, messed up the education system has gotten. And now they're even more happy that she's a stay-at-home mom because they can raise their kids that they want. Another th- another thing to think about with like the stay at home mom thing, and this is brought up in the same exact conversation and context of like raising the next generation and like building that strong family system and the strong family values is the one income household. Mm-hmm. So keeping oh, your yeah. income down, because when you keep your income down, you keep your taxes down. So you're not getting taxed. So the government's not making more money off of you. <clears throat> also, when your income's at one single one single earner income um 
I, I do not I do not promote this. So do not think I promote this. You can get help. Like mm. you can get um, like aid from from the state. Mm-hmm. I do not promote that. Don't think I promote that for one second. I think that's absolute bullshit. I think like very temporarily that stuff is a it's a good program temporarily but by no means do i think you should be a stay-at-home mom we've talked about this with four fucking kids yeah um and the husband ain't the husband either isn't around the baby daddy's not around or he's not bringing in enough income well then if you can't support the four kids then you shouldn't have four kids yeah Unless, you know, if you had a great paying job for multiple years, you got to lay off and you got to do the program for a little while. I totally, that's why, that's why it should be there. I agree with that 100%. Um, do you know, so some of my coworkers are able to get their kids on, was it Medicare or Badger Care or whatever Correct. it is? Yeah. Um, because like they don't make enough. And so I, that's where I wanted to go. That's where I want to continue. So like how crazy, but like two parents working, they can't. Yeah. So that's where I want to go with this. So mm-hmm. health insurance. Yes. When you have a lower income, you can also get health insurance. Mm-hmm. I remember I was talking to two very, very successful, um, two very successful entrepreneurs. They own a lot of real estate mm-hmm. because they were both self-employed and do cost segregations and shit like that. They don't show a whole lot of income. They were able to get cheaper insurance than like most two income earning like regular W-2 people. Mm -hmm. They were able to get cheaper insurance for them and their family than the normal people can get. And they make way more, right? They're very successful, make way more, but they utilize cost seg and stuff. So on paper, they don't make as much. So they are, they can get these programs. And, uh, and I love it, dude. I think it's awesome, right? When you, like, I say I think that's awesome because they both work, mm-hmm. you know, and they're both doing that. And so they're using loopholes to get the benefits of that, like, other people aren't using and mm-hmm. aren't getting. Um, but, yeah, you're, at, like. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, people not even like that. Like, the threshold is so high now that two people, like, I think it's 80,000. That seems insane. Like, I understand, like, the price of things and a lot of things have gone up. What do you mean by that? Say that again. 80000 what? What do you mean? Like, I think if you make, if yourself or you and your spouse make under 80000 your kids can go on Badger Care. Oh. That just seems high for, like, to me. Mm-mm. No. Not in this day and age. Hmm. Okay. So if you're under 80000 you can be on Badger Care? Your kids can be on Badger Care, yeah. But, like, I, I guess I think it's weird because, like, their workplace offers insurance. Because didn't there used to be a thing, like, if your yes. workplace offered insurance, like, you had to use that insurance. You couldn't use assistance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I see where you go with that. But. Like, I, th- I mean, it's good. I guess it's good because, I mean. But $80,000 isn't a lot of money anymore. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's good because of that. Yeah, and and especially when you're paying a thousand dollars a month in healthcare or more, and if you had daycare, you know, figure you both making forty thousand. Yeah. Okay. Both both people in the family are making forty thousand, which is twenty bucks an hour. Both kids are going. You got two kids in daycare. Yeah. That's fifteen hundred bucks. You got health insurance for all of you. That's probably actually around another fifteen hundred. 
So you had three grand. Yeah. So how much money do you really have to live on a month? That's true. Like a grand? Yeah. How the fuck are you even surviving? Yeah. That's very true. One of my coworkers is also getting a second job. Yeah. I mean, it's- whatever. I mean, like, he, he basically said, like, it's very part-time, but he's just like, it's the cost of things. He has to. Mm-hmm. Life's expensive. Mm-hmm. That is. Dude, that's, you, I listen to so many of these guys, so many f- successful dudes, so many successful gals, and they say the same shit. We all got problems. Mm-hmm. I can tell you. My prob like their problems, what they say is like my problems of like business and stress and mm-hmm. all that, yeah, is so much less of a hassle on my mind than when I was broke, yeah, when I was worried about money. Those guys say, like, we don't worry about money now, we worry about different problems, and I can tell you those problems are a lot less stressful, yeah, that's true, like a lot less headaches. So they're like, we'd rather have the problems of not having money. Then we'd rather have the problems of having money than not having money. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's neat, dude. I don't know. I, that, that's a fun topic. Yeah. That's cool. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. The world is very interesting right now. Yeah. But there's also the aspect of like somewhat enjoying what you like to do and yeah. not just like selling out. Yeah. But. Um, uh, da, 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 da. So. My my company right now has kind of been like re, rebranding, I guess you could say. Um, reorganizing. Reorganizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very good, very helpful, very good. They're trying to improve company culture, and one of the things that they brought up, we had an all team meeting today, which we haven't had one since twenty twenty. Mm. When did uh, when did vaccination start going in place? Was that twenty twenty one? I think late twenty twenty. But, like, remember when they talked about mandates? Mm. I think it was 2021. So we had one all-staff meeting 2021. That was the last one we had. And before that, it was, like, middle of 2020. Um, So this is the first one we've had in two years. Mm-hmm. Year and a half, whatever. So it was very good to finally have one. Um, and one of the things they mentioned was about... Uh, we're doing a big reorganization because of company culture. Company culture has been down... Mm-hmm. Um, and they talked about how their main focus is, like, work-life balance. It's always been Gold Star's focus. Um, and I really, like, thinking about that, that is something that, like, more companies are doing now, but they've been doing it for 15 years. Right. And it was just, like, was so neat to think about. I was just like, wow like that is your company focus like not many people focus on that right they've veered away from it for a little while i think um but it was our choice Hmm. you know what i mean sure because like we've always had the freedom yeah i mean yeah the freedom but without the leadership you don't understand that Right. Oh, yeah. Like, understanding that, like, that is the company focus. We uh, have definitely lost that in the past couple of years. But being reminded of that today, I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, yeah, that is why I work here. Right. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's that's good. I I actually was talking to someone today, too, about company culture. And I had to remind them that... 
if you have problem employees and as much as you don't want them to quit because that's going to be strenuous on you, you have to live the company culture Mm -hmm. and you have to enforce the company culture. If they are not willing to live by that company culture, you need to get rid of them. You need to replace them no matter how much extra stress that puts on you Mm -hmm. because you have to put the people in those roles so that your company culture doesn't like get jeopardized further Mm -hmm. because the longer that parasite is there not following the company culture gossiping the more like gossiping drama all that the more they aren't they're doing that the more everyone else in that company starts to do the same thing oh yeah and so if you don't have like if you don't have a solid if so first off you don't have the solid culture your culture like identified and then if you don't have and then if you don't implement that culture that you identified you your your companies your your employees are running the company you aren't running the company mm-hmm. and so i just like reminded the person i was talking to the importance of that and like bite the head off the snake you got to get rid of the you got to get rid of the drama people you got to get rid of the gossipers and you have to start putting people in those roles that fit those roles mm-hmm. yeah it's oh, yeah. crucial it is uh do we want to go to something fun quick oh yeah for sure what do you got um you have a really expensive end table there sean dude if you're watching on the youtubes that someday will be kicked off of there's a sick Ferrari. That's a Lego set. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Sean always judges me with how many Lego sets we have. And then I send him pictures of like, hey, should we get this one? And then he gets very jazzed up. Yeah. They're pretty cool. They are. I'm just I'm just living in, in the... Um, that's my, visualiz- my visualization. Is like visualizing these cars throughout the house. I really, we need it. It's going to be expensive, but like when we can, or like if we save enough investing money, we should get the Porsche. So the first, so there's four the cars. Porsche Lego set? Uh, yeah. So there's four Lego sets like this. Uh, I don't know what they, what they call this. It's, I believe it's sure. under the Technic brand, but they're like these big mega cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the Lambo. Mm-hmm. We have, so it's a green Lambo, red uh, Ferrari. Yep. There's an orange Porsche. Mm. That was the first one they did, and sure. it is so, so pretty. I bet you they don't make it anymore. No. So it's a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's How a few much? bucks. Um, the last time I looked, it was like 600 Uh Minor. Um, and then there's a blue Bugatti that just retired. Uh, it might still be on Lego. It was like a month ago. Is this retired? That one's brand new. Oh, fuck. So what's the chance of us getting a Bugatti? A Bugatti? Uh, I mean, we could check lego.com and see if it's still on there. Um, when I checked Bugattis on eBay, they're still only around like 500 um, But these, this and like my Brickheads yeah. are the two like... Most appreciating. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, guys, something about Legos, which is just insane. Some of them appreciate so fucking much. Like for, for these... For these little things, when they retire, 
some of them appreciate a couple hundred percent. Oh, yeah. And thinking about it, the Porsche, it might be 600 built. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you buy it in box to build it, it's going to be even more. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. I think that shit's... And, like, I just like them because I like cars. And um, Andy talks about, like, window shopping and visualization a lot. Um, and, like, prophesizing your future. And so Andy talks about he, he had a folder on his computer with all the cars he wanted. Mm-hmm. And so... Sam and I just sprinkle Legos throughout the house of these cars I build that I want, you know? Um, yeah, because... Mustang it, GT500. I mean, I could go grab them. Uh, it's all right. It's a... We got a Porsche, Charger, Raptor, Ferrari, Lambo. And so... I think we got a Lotus behind We me. got some, yeah, Lotus Supra. Um, and so, like... Yeah, those ones are the small ones. Those ones are just meh, whatever. Yeah, these, oh, this one's stuck. Wide. But, like... Uh, I saw Super today. It was pretty sick. But like the more the more of those we have around, the more of them I look at it. Right? It's just like it's like my my vision board, my visualization of like what I want in my life, mm-hmm. and that sick ass cars. Yeah. And so, should I show them the one I just built? It's the, so cool. The one you just built? Mm-hmm. The chest set? No. The fucking bird. You can. I don't, they, they're not gonna see shit unless they're on the YouTube's. Yeah. I um. built um I built Fox the Phoenix and there's a crank and you can crank it and its wings like flap mm-hmm. really it's so cool like there's even like a joint in there so you mm-hmm. can like see it like bend it's yeah. so cool yeah they're pretty like a lot of these cars are pretty intense what's the last one I just built uh the, the Shelby the Mustang that's right yeah. Shelby Mustang. Mm, it's really green. That yeah. one's really cool. Ugh, I think the motors are broken on it, though, because it's one yeah, of those, like, pullback cars. That's fine. So you pull back, and you let it go, and it goes, boom. Yeah, I just like looking at them. That's good. I think we should buy that. Um, and then, yeah, that's the one you built right now. I, I'm really excited about the one you're building right now. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. The the 007. Aston Martin. At, yeah, Aston Martin. That's so sick. Mm-hmm. I do like cars a lot. I know you do. I really like them. They're really cool. I should buy more of them. Yeah. So Wait, actual cars or Lego sets? Actual cars. I suppose. Um, did you see that Tacoma I sent you today? I did. How fucking sick was that? No. It's like jacked up like six inches. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I did not fucking like Fucking stanced out? No. Sick. Think how many ball joints you're going to have to replace on that Dude, thing. okay. Hold on. I saw my truck today. Your truck? In gray. Oh, okay. My diesel? Yeah. In gray, with like an eight-inch lift. I was like, Kyle, how pissed off would Sam be? And he's like, oh. He's like, if you pulled in with that, she would dry right up. And I was like, oh, yeah. Not be happy. What would it, what would that, like, it's a big truck. Yeah. You know, it's already pretty big. Mm-hmm. What if it was like eight inches taller? No. It'd be stupid. Yeah. It would look so dumb. Yeah, no. The functionality of it would be out of... It wouldn't even exist. Dude, I think we need to go back to the days of every time you buy a car, I get to buy, like, um, what was it, like, for every $10 you spent on a car, I got a dollar in Legos. That was not what it was. Yeah, because I think you bought something for, like, 5000 5, and then I bought $500 in Legos. Huh. I don't know. Maybe. But I haven't bought any toys. I know. I Like, I just have a work truck. 
in a daily driver car. I know. I've been having to save my weekly money to get Legos. Which, I, that was actually part of our wedding money, so I didn't have to. But that was... Which is good. Yeah. That's yeah how it should be. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's, that's, anyways, I got to buy another car. I, gotta, I should get another car. But I might save it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have to move my brick kids at work? Mm-hmm. Do I move them at home? Do you want to move them home? Doesn't matter. Do you want them at work or at home? Well, I just don't know where I'm going to put them here. Okay. You just answered your question. Yeah. I need to move them home eventually, but there's a lot of them. Fucking A. All right. Let's move on to a different topic. What? Brickheads are one of... It's like the third most increased... Uh, third increased value. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's cool and shit, but like... We can talk about something else now. Sean doesn't like when I talk nerd. Gets like I do mine for a reason, and you just do them to be a nerd. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I was going through my Pokemon cards though the other day. I was telling Sean, and I have this Pokemon card book behind us, and I was like flipping through it, and I was just like, oh, I was like, oh man, this one card seems familiar, and I like the book is from like twenty. 19 or 18 so it's old there ish uh investing wise that's five years old so that's behind um and i was like man that card looks really familiar and i was like huh it says it's like 200 dollars." and i like looked at my binder and i was like oh there it is not in a sleeve or anything like it was just like in my binder pages and i like put it in the sleeve and then i looked it up on ebay and it's like 750 dollars <laughs> i was like oh <gasps> Oh, we should uh, take good care of this card now. Right. It's yeah. It's crazy how those things can just... Yeah, it is. Huh. I wonder if those things will have any value in 20 years. Well, I mean, that card is... Already 20 years old. Like 10. Sure. So, I mean, just think how much higher it's going to get. Well, it depends if people like... Because there's a, there's a point where no one gives a fuck. I don't know, because there's one of the, like, the original Charizard keeps going up and up and up. That's because the people that grew up with the Charizards have enough money to buy them. So once we hit a generation, maybe it's maybe it's two generations from now, mm-hmm. where they didn't have Pokemon cards, they're not going to give a fuck. At least about the, well, I don't know, because this generation has Pokemon cards. Dominic's obsessed with them. Yeah, but I'm saying like the older ones, like they might not give a fuck about oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they might, might not. Yeah, like yeah. the first gen, they won't care. That's like, like you look at like an Atari and the people that like grew up with an Atari would buy it and collect it, right? Mm-hmm. But like how many kids nowadays are going to be buying an Atari? Oh, right. None. Be- or Like maybe there will be a collector or two. But besides that, most of the kids are growing up with fucking Xbox Ones. Yeah. They're just going to buy an Xbox One in 20 years to be like, oh, my God, I used to play Modern Warfare 3 on this or whatever. I don't even right. know what the fuck it is. Um, um, one of the other things, too, was... Uh, da, da, da. Shit, I forgot. Collecting... Oh, uh... The issue is if they do, like, re-releases. So, like, with the Atari. Like, they... Because uh, didn't Kyle get it? Get one? 
they remade the Atari and like all the games are already programmed into it. So, I mean, it loses a lot of its like enjoyment of, you know, blowing the cartridge and whatnot. But that's like when, when that stuff comes out, then like the old stuff just, it loses all its value that it had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then it's only a collector portion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, I mean, same thing with all your Harry Potter shit. Right. We grew up with Harry Potter. Yeah. In 50 years. Kids might be like, yeah, what the fuck's Harry Potter? Oh, that movie that's so fucking outdated and horrible. We can't even watch it because there's not enough CGI. Yeah. Well, they'll remake it by then. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're already... Well, they're going to maybe make The Cursed Child into a movie. Right. But I think they were planning... A TV show. A TV show. Yeah, that's right. Okay. March 15th. That's today, right? Yeah. Pigwood, pigwidgeon, 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 okay. pigwidgeon, was much too small to carry an entire ham up to the mountain by himself. So Harry enlisted the help of two school screech owls as well. Name that book. Prisoner of Azkaban? Number three? No. Order Phoenix, six. No. Okay, don't know. Goblet of Fire. Hmm, I don't remember that. Um, because that's when, I'm. Right, it's when Sirius is living in the mountains, and he keeps coming down to watch Harry compete as a wolf or whatever. Oh. So Harry sends like food and stuff up to him. Dude, I haven't watched that in so long. Mm. Oh, and he's uh living with Buckbeak too. God, for some reason, I thought that was Prisoner of Azkaban. Well, no, because he didn't, um, like, have a relationship with him until the end. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, my God. And then he dies in... Five. Five. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. 703. Fuck, how's it get so late? Dude, I know. That's what I thought, too. Oh, damn. Um, the snowy owl clicked her beak and fluttered down on Harry's onto Harry's arm. Very smart owl you've got there, chuckled Tom. Arrived about five minutes after you did. Sorcerer's Stone. No, not Sorcerer's Number two. Chamber Secrets. No. Fuck. Tell me. Prisoners of Azkaban. Tom is, actually, um, I'm not going to tell you because that ruins the chapter of the name of the chapter. So it's Prisoners of Azkaban. What happens in the very beginning of the book? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, because number two, right, uh, that's that scene where they free him through the window. Right. So number three is Dobie. Uh huh. Okay. Number three is Dobie. Arrive. No, number two is Dobie. But number three, um, he runs away pretty much. Yeah, out of the window and goes to um, the Weasleys. How does he get there? The car. That's number two. Fuck. Three. Because remember, he's sitting on the curb. Oh, 
he took the bus. The night bus. The night bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tom was the conductor of the night bus. Damn. So yeah, it's chapter three, the night bus. Man. There you go, guys. There's your Harry Potter trivia for the day. Dude. Do you want to try me? Makes me feel like... Later. Makes me feel like more often... I should watch these movies more often. I think, um, if you guys are curious, if you start reading the books April 16th and read a chapter a day, you will finish on Halloween. Guess what, guys? No one's reading a chapter a day. July 16th. Should we just do... Wait, we gotta do an older one, right? You can do whatever. July 16th. And now, Harry, let us step out into the night and pursue that flighty, temptress adventure. Albus Dumbledore. Flighty temptress. Is that when they're trying to find the Horcruxes? Maybe. Which would be... Shit, what is five? Five is... Uh, Order of Phoenix. Order of Phoenix. Um, mm, I'll go with five. Nope. Six? Yep. Mm, that was my original guess. Fuck. There you go. Oh, man. Does he do that right away in the beginning, or is it after he, like, freaks out at him? It can't be that late, though, because he does die in the end. Sixteen. Chapter three. Damn will, it. Will and won't. Ugh. Oh, because does he come and... Ah, yeah. Okay, one more. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm addicted. You guys will learn to love Harry Potter. Or you won't. And that's fine, too. Fine. February 18th, the pages of the diary began to blow as though caught in a high wind, stopping halfway through the month of June. Mouth hanging open... Harry saw that the little square for June 13th seemed to have turned into a minuscule television screen. His hands trembling slightly, he raised the book to press his eye against the little window. And before he knew what was happening, he he was tilting his head forward. The window was widening. He felt his body leave his bed. And he was pitched headfirst through the opening into the page into a whirl of color and shadow. So it's obviously Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, you're right. What chapter? I'm going to go 10? 13. Dang. The Very Secret Diary. Cool. Got anything else for us, babe? Uh, Where are we at? 43 minutes. Nice. Um, I will say it's fun how small the world is when you like in the world of like real estate and investing how small the world is and the people that like you end up running into oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. and people you end up seeing and um it's really cool because if i just if i didn't do what i did and i just worked a nine to five yeah and i didn't do these things I would miss out on reconnecting with a lot of people and connecting with a lot of people, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and we just had a call today with a guy um, who we're hoping to to lock in uh, for our speaking event. Um, and it's neat to be able to like get connected and talk to these guys that usually the only way you're talking to them is if you're in their coaching group. Right, yeah. Um, 
But because we're hosting an event and stuff, we, we get to chat with these guys. They tell us a little bit about what they're doing, what they offer, um, how they could benefit the, the event and stuff. And you just get to talk and meet some people that y- usually you wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that portion is really cool too, you know. Um, and then like, yeah, just being reconnected with other people from past life, right? Um it's cool. I I don't think enough people take for granted what a network is. Yeah. Um, and how beneficial a network can be. And it's it's very it's easy to be introverted and do your same old shit, stay at home, which is like my comfort zone. It's just like going to work and home. That's like what I would normally do. Mm-hmm. My favorite hobby is watching TV with Mimi yeah. and you. That's it. But going out and doing these things forces me to build my network and relationships, which is very enjoyable. One last thing. There's three things in life, the three most important things in life. Okay. Bradley always talks about this, and he just had a guy on his show the other day who brought up to Brad the, like, three main things in life. Okay. okay? And he went through the three things, and they were the exact same in Brad's. And he's like, dude, what the hell? That's exact. Okay? Out of the, out of all the things in the world, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, what is the most important thing to you over anything else? It's the most important thing for you. You will do any, if you end up in this situation, you'll do anything to get it back. It is the most important thing ever. Love? No. Family? No. A dog? No. What's the most important thing? Without it, you don't exist. A body. What about a body? I mean, like, it would suck if I lost my legs. Okay. Health. Yeah. A healthy body. That's what I mean. Health. So, health is most important. And if you die, or like, if you're on the verge of death, if you're on your deathbed, mm-hmm. nothing is more important. You will trade anything in the world to be healthy. Right. Nothing is more important than health. Okay? Right. So if we know that health is the most important thing in the world, what is the second most important thing? That if you're on your deathbed and you're thinking about your health, what is the next thing you're thinking about? Family. Family, which is, what is family? Like your spouse? Yeah, but what do you consider them? What is it? What are family and friends? Your your relationships. Your relationships. There we go. So your second most important thing is your relationships. So health is number one because without it, you'll do anything to get it. Relationships is number two because when you're on your deathbed, you're not thinking about any of the other shit. You're thinking about people and Mm -hmm. how you're going to miss people and like how if you made an impact and all that shit, right? So what's the third most important thing in life? Dogs. Nope. Your memories? Nope. I don't know. Money. 
Okay. Explain. <clears throat> without money, you can't do anything. You cannot survive without money. So there goes your health. Right. So now we're back to square one. Without money, you're freeloading off of other people. So you're wrecking every single relationship you have. So you have no relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's gone. So money gives you the means to the best health care. It gives you the means to eat the best food. It gives you the means to the best education. Mm-hmm. Okay? With money, you're able to give the most to build the best relationships. You're able to go out and meet better high quality relationships by having money Mm -hmm. because more money puts you in rooms with higher quality people who are giving more Mm -hmm. typically right right there's obviously things that but we've been in the room with some very wealthy people and they are some of the best people we've ever met in our lives yes so when you look at those three things that's why money is the third most important because with money you can be healthy, which is number one, and you can build more relationships, which is number two. Mm-hmm. So by having that trio of health, relationship, money in that order, you're able to have this very good cycle of a great life. That's cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, fun. So I got for you guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you took something from it. Check us out on YouTube before we get uh, taken down. And uh, let a friend know if you like the show. If you didn't like the show, uh, let a friend know, and maybe they can try it out themselves and see if they like it. And uh, cool, that's what we got. See you. Catch you later.